and then a Beauty and the Beast prequel series uh, starring Gaston and LeFou. No one asked for this. Like, no. I didn't realize that the live action Beauty and the Beast was that valuable to Disney that they really wanted to make a prequel series starring Gaston and LeFou. <laughs> yeah. Gaston is a horrible character. So are we supposed to be like rooting for him? Is it going to make us like sympathize with him? This is going to be set during a war, I'm assuming, because they talk about it in the live action film that he was like at war for so many years. So like, who was this for? Maybe maybe <laughs> it's going to be the story of like how he got to be such an asshole. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spillin' Diz Tea. I'm Sakura. And I'm Brayden. And today we're talking Disney, Disney Investor Day. Day. So Thursday was a crazy day for the Walt Disney Company as a whole. Insane. They dropped a million and one projects and titles. Yeah. It was, it was hard to keep up. Like, we might have yeah. missed something today, <laughs> like, honestly. Well, pro- yeah, definitely. So we have our list. We checked it twice. And we're going to try to keep you guys updated on everything that is happening with Disney. Yeah, it is really exciting. It's funny because when Brayden told me about Investor's Day, at at first I was like, uh, buddy, like, why do you keep following these weird calls? Because, <laughs> because at first he was telling me about another call and it was it was the quarterly financials call and i was like okay what information are you going to get from that and he didn't really get much and i said yeah because it's about numbers buddy like, <laughs> so then when he told me about the investors call i didn't realize it was literally going to be like a d23 expo yeah I was really, I was hyping it up a lot and I was scared because I was like, <laughs> what if it's actually not what I think it's going to be? But it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to watch the full four hour presentation, but I kind of caught the news as it was happening. And then I watched some of the clips afterwards, but I think they did a really good job. It was a really well done presentation. Yeah. They pulled out all the stops were on. It was really cool to watch <laughs> the, the way that they filmed it. I didn't know what to expect. It felt really like holographic, like, like it was something that could just like, kind of like be a holograph in your living room. Yeah. So, hey everyone, welcome to Spill and Dis Tea. This is the podcast where we sip and spill on all things Disney. If this is your first time listening, Welcome. Grab yourself a cup of tea and get ready to dive in with us to the world of Disney. So I think we should just jump right into it. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's just go into it. Okay. So first, if you're not, if you maybe aren't as in tune with Disney news as we might be, you may not know what the Disney investors call is. So essentially the Disney investors call is an annual call that happens and it's for investors. It's to get people to invest in the company in stocks and shares. And they're going to show off all their content to kind of, yeah, to like gain traction and gain attention, um, show the value in their company saying like, you know, we've got all this stuff coming out. This is what we can bring to you. We're bringing, we're going to bring in so much money. So you guys should definitely invest in us. Yeah. And this year it was made available to the public, which I'm not sure if they do that every year. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, 
Why have I never heard of this before? It was really big this year. I think this is the biggest. Yeah. Usually a few stories break from it. Because I remember Frozen 2, I believe, was announced at an investor's call. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it, was like, it wasn't like a huge thing, but it was just like... Yeah, this you know. is something that's happening. Yeah. So Disney recently has really rearranged their entire film division to try to create a priority for Disney+. Plus. So they're trying to get as much, basically what's happening is they're making content and then there are people who are deciding what can go to Disney Plus and what will stay theatrical. And they're kind of just making content and then putting it wherever. Um, So they're really trying to bring high quality content to Disney Plus because as I and as a lot of people feel, there's not that much uh, on Disney Plus. I mean, there's good stuff yeah. that comes on it, but there's not a vast quantity of it. Yeah, we were actually talking about this the other night. Like, the key thing about Disney Plus is that when it came out, it was able to be a high competitor with Netflix and, and Crave and other subscription based services because it was a vault of nostalgia that pe- that we had no access to. Like, you'd have to go through the absolute most to find an episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, you know? Now, all of a sudden, you can see absolutely everything, you know, with just your childhood given back to you in just such an accessible way that it just shot them right to the top. But now that we've watched it all, what does Disney have to offer? So, of course, now they're going to have to start stepping it up in what they're putting out. A lot of what they were kind of, like, relying on before was their older content and, like, the stuff that we've seen on Disney+, Plus, the original series and stuff, were, like, relatively mediocre the only one that really stands out is Mandalorian, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the only one that feels, like, of quality. And I don't know if, you know... Like, we've talked about this before, like, how we feel, like, the Disney Plus content. Like, if things... Them putting things to Disney Plus makes it feel, like, of lower value. But, you know, maybe they're trying to go in a direction where they're trying to, like... Disney Plus is high-quality content. I really hope so. I really, really hope so. Because with some of these titles that have been announced, I just want them to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And even though there is a lack of original content on Disney+, Plus, they still seem to be doing really well for themselves. Um, I think one of the main reasons they're doing so well is Hamilton was a huge hit on Disney+, Plus and brought in a lot of subscribers. Hamilton was just, like... That was a spotlight moment in 2020. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot that that happened. Yeah, it was like a nice little like renaissance for the musical. So some little news that's dropped for the service overall is that in international markets, we're going to be getting Star, which is going to feature an 18 plus uh, content section that is available with pin code that should be coming February 23rd, 2021. Um, and stars is going to be like another application on the Disney plus homepage. So where you have Disney, Pixar, Marvel, star Wars, Nat Geo, there's going to be star. They announced that they had reached 86.8 million subscribers globally. Um, they were initially projected to have about like between 60 and 90 million subscribers by fall 2024. Um, so they're definitely outpacing that projection and now they're projected to get to up to about like 230 to 260 million that's insane that is insane that's crazy there are a lot of people in the world when you think about it like the amount of people that can subscribe to a service like this what are netflix's numbers i think really the only competitors are disney and netflix hbo max is so 
low compared to Which it. Which I think is crazy because Disney literally just said, okay, we're going to drop a subscriber service and then just shot to the top. Yeah. They have that history, though, that helps them, you know? Yeah. They have a legacy. Netflix has 193 million customers. Wow. Worldwide. So Disney Plus is surpassing Netflix or projected to surpass Netflix? Projected to surpass Netflix. That's interesting. But I don't know what Netflix is Yeah, what Netflix's to... projections are. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. And then Ooh. some other basic info that was announced before we kind of got into the details of the call was that Disney Plus is going to put out 10 Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, 15 Disney live action, Pixar, and Disney animation series, and 15 Disney animation and Pixar features. And I think that's over the next five to ten years. That's 50 different series. That's a lot. That's that's Netflix level. Mm-hmm. That's really, I think that's really what they're trying to go for with that. I guess really understanding that, you know, we're really living in a whole new world now. And this is really answering a lot of the questions that I've had over the past couple of, like, podcasts that we've put out. Because I'm always like, what is Disney going to do? I think it's really interesting that they still have, you know, some theatrical releases, but it's very clear that the shift in the energy is to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and it, it, it makes sense because they want to get as many families to subscribe to Disney+, Plus as possible. Um, and seeing movies is a really unaffordable... I mean, obviously, no one's going now, really, but um, when we were going to cinemas, it's just... It's very costly, um, so for many families, they're going to opt to subscribe to Disney Plus and pay that premiere access fee as opposed to paying like up to $100 to go to a film, especially when you have like popcorn and everything all like into that. It's expensive. Yeah, I think it's really funny because like with the, the pandemic and the way that, you know, studios are not having to release their content, Disney is so lucky. I don't know if lucky is the right word. Maybe they knew COVID was coming, but they had Disney Plus now to rely on. Conspiracy. Disney started COVID. No, I'm kidding. Like, no, you didn't. (laughs) But it's just really funny because it's like now they're one of the only studios that really have their, their own subscriber service to rely on. Mm-hmm. And it's solely their own. They don't. They make pure profit. That's insane. Yeah. No other studio can do that. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Let's get into the good stuff. Into the good stuff. There's a lot um, that was released at at the call, and I'm excited to get into it. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, all of it, except Nat Geo. And, well, there is some Nat Geo as well, but we're just not going <laughs> to. If you're passionate about Nat Geo, you can look it up. But Yeah, there's just, there's some cool, like, there's, like, bug stuff. Like, there's, like, yeah. a whale's dock. Like, we Crims Hemsworth has a documentary coming out. Like, we're not going to get into those right now because they're not the big blockbusters and stuff. But, but like, if you love go them. Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you do you, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to start off with arguably the most exciting announcements, at least for us, I think. Yeah. I think I can speak for both of us. Um, Disney Animation. Walt Disney Animation Studios, to be exact. So we know that Raya and the Last Dragon is coming out March 5th, 2021. Um, we were able to see a new poster mm-hmm. and it's really cool. We got to see, also see some, uh, new characters 
and other other things from the film. So we're like getting more of a feel of what the film's gonna be like and what things are looking like, what the world is gonna be. So that's really exciting. Um, and we also learned that it's going to be released in theaters and on Disney Premier Access. Yeah. So Disney Premier Access is not going away, it's guys. It's back. It's back and it's better than ever because it's $19.99 this time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they, they, I think they took notes for sure. Oh my God. $29.99 for Mulan. Yeah. That, that was ridiculous. Yeah. $19.99. That's, that's a lot much that was a better burger to bite you know <laughs> yeah i'll pay that yeah and that makes me happy because i'm like now i'm for sure we're getting raya it's in the bag yeah so as you were saying we got some new photos and look at the characters so i thought maybe we could go through them a little bit yeah um to get a feel so one of the first characters we saw is the street savvy entrepreneur his name is boone um I remember hearing that Raya was going to have a little brother. I don't know if that, like, story... That's what people at D23 said they saw. So I don't know if that plot point has been removed or if that's the little brother. Yeah. Or, you know, but, I mean, cool beans. The formidable giant, Tong, um, he looks cool. Don't know anything about him, but he's cool. And then my favorite is the thieving toddler, Noi, and her band of ongis. I don't know if I'm saying that properly, but they're so cute. They're these little monkey things and a thieving toddler. Yeah, I know. That's so cute. Yeah. I'm I'm just so excited to see how they put these different elements together in this film. And then we also finally got our first, like, rendered look at Sisu in the film. And she looks great. Why does it say self-deprecating? So that's a new description that she's a self-deprecating dragon. So, oh my I guess that's part God, of that's how they're going to appeal to the children of the times. Yeah. I can't. She's going to be like, I'm trash. <laughs> Ray's going to be like, you're not trash. Wow. I'll bite. Yeah. I'll bite. So I think. It's Aquafina, so I'll bite. Yeah, Aquafina can do no wrong. She's in like three of these that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, Aquafina is actually killing it right now. She's getting her filmography up. Yeah. 100%. Um, And I think, like, these characters might actually be from the different, like, clans in the Mm. film because there's five clans. Yeah. So, um... And they all look kind of different, too. Like, a different look. Another thing I was saying is that, like, with Rai and the Last Dragon, you can really see, like, the details in the different characters and how, even though they're all from, like, the same region of Southeast Asia, they all look different because you don't all look the same, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, Disney's really paying attention to, you know, attention to detail and, you know, features and, and culture and things that make sense. So, you know, I wonder, like, if these characters are from different regions because they all do look different Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think they're gonna really look into diversifying um and kind of challenging with a lot of people unfortunately they have a very um like eastern view on what like an asian is yeah and i feel like that's mostly what you see in media is east asian culture and I think it's cool that we see some more of the Southeast Asian yeah. culture and kind of delve into that part of the world. Seems really, really cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Very excited. All right, so the next, we'll go into Encanto. Encanto. So Encanto is due to come out November 24th, 2021. I'm so excited for Encanto because that is a musical. We are getting music from Lin-Manuel Miranda himself. 
He's back. He's back. There's gonna, there's, he's gonna just be like, like premiere access. It's literally gonna be back. like Hamilton. He's gonna be like, I'm a, I'm a magical being in the house of people, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but essentially, so yeah, so we have this um, a description here. So essentially, Encanto tells the tale of an extraordinary family, the Magicals, who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a magical house in a vibrant town in the wondrous, charmed place called an Encanto. The magic of it, of the Encanto has blessed every child in the house with a unique gift from super strength to power to heal. Every child except one, Mirabelle. But when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Mirabelle decides that the, that she, the only ordinary magical, must be must just be the exceptional family's last hope. So what this gives me is Umbrella Academy meets Disney. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that told me that, and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, every, all of her siblings have magical powers, except for her. What I hope Disney does is that throughout the film, or by the end of the film, she still doesn't have powers. Like, the most, I don't want to say tacky, because, you know, we always love a good, like, come-up story. But I just feel like it has a lot of character when... You know, you stay true to who you are at the end. You know, you don't have to change. You don't have to change to become a cooler person. And like, it's kind of cool when you see the main character. She's probably, well, I guess we don't really know much about her character yet, but I'm assuming like she is um, the only sibling of all of her siblings that doesn't have powers. That must suck. And she must feel alienated to some extent. So there probably is some longing for her to want powers. But I think if she, you know, by the end, kind of like in, I know you hate this movie, but in Onward, when by the <laughs> by the end, when Ian doesn't see his dad, even though that was his main goal for the whole movie, like it gives a little touch of like, oh, you know? Yeah. Having real consequences, I think, mm-hmm. can really set your movie apart. Yeah. So that'd be really cool to see. One of the weird things too, I mean... It's pretty early in the game, and I'm trying to, like, fact-check these sources to see which one is accurate, but one source is telling me her name is Mirabelle, and another source is telling me her name is Mariana, so... I think her name is Mirabelle. I've heard Mirabelle. Yeah, I've heard Mirabelle as well. Yeah, that's exciting, though, to see that they've got so much already planned for this movie, and that, like, it's... You know, they've got their characters, they've got their plot, they've got, like, they've got the animation. Yeah, we saw our first look at the animation. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I it love does. the color palette. Love the color palette. And I love the butterfly yeah. motif that seems to be going with it. It just screams, like, magic, you know? Yeah. And I want to go into their home so badly. It uh, yeah. looks amazing. And this was the first time that they officially announced Encanto as well. Oh, yeah, because we've been talking about Encanto before, but that was just... Based off of our own private insiders, you know? Yeah, we have connections, people. <laughs> YouTubers. <laughs> um, yeah, so essentially Ryan and Kanto are the two theatrical releases for Disney, uh, Disney Animation. Everything else we're about to talk about is going to Disney+. Plus. So again, like you're going to notice as we go through each category, the amount of content that's going to Disney+, Plus is actually insane compared to the theaters. Disney, Walt Disney Animation Studios, is going to make their first ever television series, and it will be based off Big Hero 6 and will be titled Baymax. This kind of goes into what 
you know, we've been talking about in the past, Brayden's little prediction on, you know, the fact that we are getting four Disney Plus series that are based off of previous Disney movies that already exist. So, yeah, Baymax is the first one that's going to come out. I am here for it because what I'm getting from it is that it's just going to be like like a short kind of a thing. Um, it's like a short series and essentially Baymax is just going around San Francisco and just helping people out and being a healthcare provider. Like, yeah. I, I love that. Baymax is my favorite character and I think he's uh, most people's favorite character from Big Hero 6. So, like, I am cool to see... Baymax do his own thing. I don't even need Hero to be in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, ironically, it's a superhero film, but I feel like the superhero aspects are, like, the least memorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the good thing about this is, yeah, I think it's it's a short-form series, and the original director, Don Hall, came up with the concept. Yeah. So that always gives me a little more faith in it when the original creators are involved. And yeah, every episode, Baymax will have a new patient to help um so he'll be helping somebody every day and apparently there's a new feature that baymax has that will allow him to quickly travel through san francisco so that's kind of cool apparently it's a surprise they're keeping it under wraps but then i'm like doesn't he fly like (laughs) (laughs) did they just forget about that Uh, we'll have to see and also it's i think it's important to note that (laughs) just like some disney films have gotten television series it's this is a huge deal because this is going to be made by the same animation studio that makes the feature films so it's going to have the same budget the same quality of animation it, it it's just it's yeah. a big deal it really is a big deal it is a big deal it's something that you know disney's never done before it's something that really no one has really done before what disney is doing is they've they've literally just created their own little movie world and they're just going all in with it. And I'm really excited to see what they do with it. I didn't realize that Disney Plus, you know, could have had such potential. And I don't think they did either. I think the pandemic has really done a lot of thinking or made people do a lot of thinking. And how can we be innovative? How can we be adaptable and still be successful? Yeah. And they're making it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially the next one or the next series is for Zootopia. It's called Zootopia Plus, another little fun one that I'm excited about coming out spring 2022. And essentially it's it's not it's not even following the main characters. It's following like the side some of the side characters in like a reality TV show style show. <laughs> Yeah, so sorry. Each of these are all about different characters. So the but the real Mouse Wives Little Rodenshi is about Fru 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 the Shrew. Mm-hmm. So you think you can prince is with Gazelle. She's probably gonna be a judge or like the host or something. Well, it's more the tiger dancers, I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe you didn't tell me that. I think I assumed so. You think you can? So you think you can prance because like gazelles prance? Oh, that would make sense though. We can either confirm or deny. Yeah. Um, and then there's a show about Flash. That's his name? Flash. Yeah. Um, a show that follows the fast lane life at sloth speed. I Like, what does that even mean? I have no idea. Like, what are any... Honestly, I feel like Disney is just doing whatever. You know? Like, they're literally... And that's what I've been saying. Like, Zootopia is, you know... And Big Hero 6, too. Like, such moldable properties. They can 
put out and do different things with it. And I'm excited to see that they are doing that. Yeah. Like I, I'm definitely going to watch this and I think that it could be interesting. I just personally was hoping for something more, um, on the detective side. Cause I really like that aspect of Zootopia. Yeah. Um, and even for Baymax, like I wasn't really hoping for any more big hero six. Like it wasn't really on my radar. But again, I'm open to it. So I I do hope that we still get to see something further down the line, like whether it's a sequel or maybe a more serious streaming show for Zootopia. Yeah. Um, But this seems fun. Like, it seems like a really cool idea. Yeah, like, like I'm not, like, here, like, yeah, like, I'm, I've been waiting for So You Think You Can Prance, you know? <laughs> but I think it's just a cool idea, you yep. know? I, I think with Disney+, Plus, Disney's going to be consecutively putting out stuff that nobody asked for. So it's just a matter of, like, what are you putting out that nobody asked for? And this makes sense. Yeah. You know? Big Hero 6 2, do I care for? Not really. Zootopia 2 could be cool, but I don't know. I just, I don't care that much. Yeah. You know, I think Zootopia could be cooler to explore um, as a series, which they still could do. I don't know. But I think this is just like a cool little thing to do. You know, again, Zootopia is not the top of my list. So do I care that much? Like, no, there are cooler things coming out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One really cool thing, though, is that this is going to be directed by uh, Josie Trinidad and Trent Corey. And Trent Corey is from Ottawa, which is where we're from in Ontario, Canada. So if you're listening to this, Trent, good job. Good job, Trent. Good job. Putting Ottawa on the map. Okay. The next one. This was like, I think this was the breakout announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Tiana. 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 Tiana's getting her own Disney Plus series. Long form, guys. We're talking long, developed story, sequel, with characters, music. Oh, gosh. I'm so excited. They really said Tiana's got to come back for 2023. (laughs) I was not expecting this at all. Um... And I'm like, it's funny because you know, like when we were talking about like potential series to come out, we didn't even count Princess and the Frog because it just it feels so renaissancey. Yeah, I wouldn't even like think in my wildest dreams that they do anything with it. And I really wonder what pushed them to do it. I wonder if this is something they had been wanting to do, or I wonder if this is because with the whole Splash Mountain. Um, re-theming that happened. I feel like that kind of gave Princess and the Frog like a little like boost in like pop culture because it kind of got a little bit more notoriety. And with I'm going to say happened, it, guys. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Say it. They gave Tiana her own show because of the BLM movement. Now, I, am I going to say that's a bad thing? No, of course not. Because, you know, the point of the movement is to is to make waves, to create change, to to magnify voices. So I'm not going to say that it was a negative thing that Disney did, but I will say that it, it there was definitely a little bit of movement and driving coming from that movement. But I'm here for it because we're getting a whole Tiana series. Yeah. And they're going to rectify the, the injustice that they did for her. Yeah. I, 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 I think I have to agree with you. But I agree that it's still, like, I'm glad it's happening. It's just it's such a random one to choose. Like, I would yeah. not 
have thought Tiana would get her own show. No. And they haven't said if it's 2D or 3D, but, like, I, I feel like it has to be 2D. Like, they can't convert Princess and the Frog to 3D. No, it's gotta be 2D. It's gotta be 2D. I don't want to see it in 3D. And if it's 2D, Ew. that makes me so excited. Yeah. They gave, like, a little bit on the plot. So Tiana's gonna be adjusting to being a princess of a land we haven't seen yet. Um, they, like, said that, like, it's a mystery, but we all know it's Meldonia. <laughs> Um, and we're also going to explore more of New Orleans, too. Okay, so that is interesting because what about her restaurant? That's in New Orleans. Yeah. So, so what is she doing in Maldonia? Well, it doesn't say she's in Maldonia. But how but... is she adjusting to be a princess in a new land when she's not even in that new well, land? Well, she, because she's, li- <laughs> she, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to wait till 2023 to find out. <laughs> and for Princess and the Frog, like... Or, or for Tiana, I get the feeling that this is... I mean, this is how I want it to be, is I want it to be, like, sequel-level quality. Mm-hmm. Because Zootopia and Baymax are, like, these short-form kind of, like, you know, like, one-off episodes. At least yeah. that's what I'm thinking. But I want this to have, like, a continuity. Um, yeah, at least that's the vibe I'm getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd be satisfied with if they did, like, one of those, like, kind of how they're doing with Marvel, with Scarlet Witch, which we'll get into later, and some of the other shows that they're doing... Were they kind of dropping it as like a miniseries, like a one season? Yeah, just like a like a six episode movie type of thing. Yeah. That's what I want to see from this. I just, I don't need to see, you know, like one episode about making friends. And then the next episode <laughs> is about like, don't lie. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. I don't think so. Not also, we're going to see Tiana in like a whole bunch of new looks, mm-hmm. which she already had like a bunch in the first one. So I'm excited. I, I don't know. I just never would have thought that they'd even, you know, do something like this, you know? They're basically getting, like, kind of essentially the Frozen 2 treatment, mm-hmm. um, which I think is amazing, especially for Tiana. Because, like, yo, Tiana's looking at Rapunzel like, <laughs> you have a Disney TV show? Like, that's cute. <laughs> but I'm about to... Uh... Yeah, Mandy Moore's cheesed. Yeah, I'd be cheesed, too. <laughs> no shade to Tangled the series, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also interested that it's just called Tiana. That would be really cool to see. Right? It's no... They went back to just the name thing. Yeah. No. No Princess and the Frog. I think they wanted to make it clear, like, there are no frogs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tiana will be a human. Yeah. She better be. And then also in 2023, we have Moana. Yeah. It's literally just called Moana. Well, yeah. So, interesting title. Do you think they'll call it something... They're referring to it as, like, Moana the series, but I think it's just going to be called Moana. Yeah. I think Moana the series is tacky. It is tacky, but it's, like, how do you distinguish the film from the series? Just a continuation. (laughs) This will also be a long-form musical comedy series, so more music, I hope, from Lin-Manuel Miranda. We'll see. The series is going to fall Moana's Adventures Beyond the Reef. And Disney is once again working with their their Pacific Story Trust um, and trying to tell more stories with mythology, um, which I think is really interesting. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah, it's going to be super cool. This is exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I hope, too, is I hope that these series are being made as feature films. And I kind of referenced this before, but I just want to reiterate it for this part. Yeah, for Tiana and Moana, I really want to see, like, vivid storytelling. I want to see something. I don't want to see something made for, like, children. You know what I mean? Um, And I think with Disney+, Plus, they're going to be able to get away with a lot more than they could if they were on television. 
Um, so I'm excited. I just really hope they do it justice. And yeah, I I'm hope expecting so. these to be feature quality. So they should be. I mean, consider like I feel like they wouldn't be putting all. They wouldn't be pulling Tiana from 2009, and they wouldn't be you know setting up Moana with a whole series if they wouldn't be legitimate quality projects that they're putting out. Yeah. So I have faith. Yeah. I'm excited to learn more. Yeah. Yeah, so the last thing that Disney Animation is putting out is Oiwaju. Um, so essentially that's going to be a new a new Disney Plus series. And it translates to the future-ish. And basically it's going to be a collaboration with the Pan-African company Kugali. So essentially the show is going to be set in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, and it's steeped in science fiction, explores the themes of class innocence and challenging the status quo. I get like Black Panther vibes. Like we're For in sure. Wakanda. It looks so futuristic, so, so cool. And I just love that we're continuing or that Disney's continuing to explore African culture with such like high class and excellence sort of connotation attached to it. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be really cool to see what they do with this. I'm going to be really interested to see what the animation style is. Yeah. Because... From my research, um, Kugali is like a comic. Like they they dwell more in the comics realm. So I don't know if they're gonna be helping with like the actual animation at all. I'm I'm down for anything though. Like I'd love to see something different. Yeah, cool. And this is another long form series as well. So expect this to be a major miles a major cornerstone of Disney Plus when it comes yeah. out in 2022. Yeah. Also, could this be one of the projects that Beyonce signed on to for? It might just be. It could be. It, it could, could be. be. I get the vibes. Like if she's she's really working with Disney to to bring African culture to life in modern day society. So this could be another one of the one of the things under her belt mm-hmm. that she's doing. That could be really cool. If it is, I'm definitely game. I'm here for it. Here for it. <laughs> Okay, taking a step over to Disney live action. Yeah, so starting off with the theatrical releases, we know that what we've got coming out for sure is Cruella, The Little Mermaid, and The Lion King prequel. Cruella's cool, super cool, starring Emma Stone. All I know is it's like 70s grunge. It's kind of the vibe of it. Um, uh, yeah, I heard it's like it's like she's younger, right? Yeah. And she's like exploring the fashion world. yeah. And I don't know if this is, like, a standalone or if it's supposed to be, like, a prequel to the live action. Like, is she supposed to be Glenn Glenn Close? I don't know. I will say that it's... I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, too. I'm intrigued. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, well, we'll probably watch most of (laughs) So I guess Mulan didn't crush her spirits too much. No, because the thing is, like, I feel like... Like, with Mulan, what they did, they try to tell the same story a different way. But this is just a whole new story. It's like Maleficent. Yeah. You know, that's why I appreciate Maleficent. Because you can't really get mad at it for for not following a story well enough or, or following it too closely if it's a whole new story. Yeah, at least it did something new. Yeah. And if it, you know, makes sense to be canon, chronological, like brownie points. Yeah. Even better. We also got confirmation on some cast members for The Little Mermaid. Um, they've been rumored for a while, but we finally got confirmation that Jacob Tremblay is Flounder, um, David Diggs is Sebastian, so... 
Man, back in July, though, nobody told to be digs about The Little Mermaid. So <laughs> I'm happy to hear that he got some word on what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was confirmed that the Lion King film is going to be a prequel. So don't know how I feel about that. Like, what is going on? Honestly, the thing with The Lion King is that, like, it is, like, a story that already exists. So, like, do you think they're going to pull characters... From that, or are they going to create just like a whole new I think they're world? Prob- I hope they do something new. Yeah. I'd rather see something new. So that's kind of all of the theatrical content that they Again, about. insane that that's all that's going to theaters. Yeah. So we got an official announcement for Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. Woo-woo! Coming to Disney Plus. Amy and Adams coming back. She's coming back. As Giselle. So I am so excited for Disenchanted. I don't know why, but Enchanted is just such a good movie. Like, and I feel like there's there's no wrong you can do to a sequel for Enchanted. Yeah, you know they could literally recreate the same story in a different way, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Plus, Alan Menken's back for the music. Yeah, can't get any better than that. Exactly. Jodie Benson might make another reappearance. Oh, she better. Yeah. Yo, they're going to bring all the princesses back again. Just watch. <laughs> right? They're going to recreate the Ralph Breaks the Internet scene, but in real life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we also got confirmation on Hocus Pocus 2 coming yes. to Disney+. Plus. Our queen, Bette Midler, is back as Winnie Sanderson. Yes. I wonder if they're going to get them all back. I like, hope so. I don't know if I want to watch just one Sanderson sister, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, if it was one, though, it's it gonna would be, be like, bad. about her kid, I bet. <laughs> no, she's dead, isn't she? She, they, she turned to stone. So, so how is she gonna be in the film well, if she's dead? She's pro- Well, she's probably coming back, but I don't think she had a kid <laughs> in the time that she was... <laughs> you never know. She would have settled down, had a family. When she was a statue. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, but she might have, like, come back, you know, lived a little, and she's then the like, series wow, started. I really need to rethink my... <laughs> <laughs> my ethics here. Um, Pinocchio by Robert Zemeckis is Pinocchio. also coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm intrigued by this, but only because it's Robert Zemeckis. I, the way I feel about Pinocchio is the exact same way that I also feel about the other, the next one, Peter Pan and Wendy. I'm like intrigued but i'm not excited yeah you know like i'm i'm curious to see how they're gonna do pinocchio if it's gonna kind of be quote-unquote live action the way that lady in the tramp was that looked awful (laughs) just dreadful the concept art looked kind of cool, but Pinocchio looked very much like his animated yeah, counterpart. Yeah, that's the thing. Like The concept art looks so dope, but like he looks like an animated character. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't... I can't really hold that to anything because that's not what he's going to look like in the film. I wonder if they're going to recreate the story or if they're going to do a new take on it. I think they're just redoing the story of Pinocchio. You think? You think it's going to be like the they're same running time too? They're going to do something new with too? it, though. I think they'll do a little bit more creative, a little more creatively than they did with like a Lion King. Yeah, but but like same, just overarching story. Yeah, they're going to tell the same story, but in a different way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Chip Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers coming to Disney Plus. I'm so excited for this. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this. Chippendale Rescue Rangers was my shit when I was a kid. <laughs> I had the cassette, um, that theme song. Chip, chip, 
Chip Chip and Dale, <laughs> Rescue Rangers. That's a jam. Yeah. And it's going to be an animated hybrid film starring Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. I'm down. You tell me when and I'll be there. And then kind of moving forward into like the the next few titles. It's it's funny because they're... J- <laughs> no one asked for these. <laughs> no one really asked for these, but... And I, honestly, I don't know if I'll watch, but um, essentially we've got Sister Act 3 coming. Um, Whoopi's back. Whoopi's back. So thank goodness for that, at least. Three Men and a Baby starring Zac Efron. <laughs> Gotta I'll love it. Um, yeah, so then also we're getting Cheaper by the Dozen reboot um, with Kenya Barris and Gabriel Union. Who asked for Cheaper by the Dozen reboot? Cheaper Dozen does not need to be in 2020 anything. Um, it belongs in the mid-2000s. So <laughs> I don't know what it's doing here, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, apparently the premise is it follows a multicultural family. So I guess it's like a whole new concept. It's a whole new thing. We'll see. We'll give it a chance. I don't know why they just give it its own, you know, name. But <laughs> give it a chance. Um, then we've got Flora and Ulysses. I don't remember what you said that was about. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Um, and then a Beauty and the Beast prequel series uh, starring Gaston and LeFou. No one asked for this. Like- no. I didn't realize that the live action Beauty and the Beast was that valuable to Disney that they really wanted to make a prequel series starring Gaston and <laughs> Yeah. Gaston is a horrible character. So are we supposed to be like rooting for him? Is it going to make us like sympathize with him? This is going to be set during a war, I'm assuming, because they talk about it in the live action film that he was like at war for so many years. So, like, who is this for? Maybe maybe it's going to be the story of, like, how he got to be such an asshole. Oh, maybe. Maybe he went through some stuff, man. <laughs> well, maybe they'll rename it Gaston. Imagine Gaston. I mean, I could see that, like, if they wanted to do kind of, like, I don't know. I could see, if they named it, they renamed it. Yeah. Why is it called the Beauty and the Beast prequel series if the Beauty or the Beast isn't even in it? I think it's just a, 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 the name it has right now. I don't think it's going to okay. be final. Um, and music by Alan Menken. So at least there's that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Then we got the Swiss Family Robinson series coming to Disney Plus, which I'm super stoked for. Um, I think it's really cool that they're trying to like revive that brand. Um, and Percy Jackson, the Olympians is coming back. Yes. I'm so excited for that. I am the biggest Percy stan. I've read all of the books. Absolutely hated the movies that Fox put out. I don't know what those trap, that travesty was. I actually saw Sea of Monsters by myself in theaters. It's a really funny story. (laughs) So it was just not a good day because the movie didn't turn out to be good, but it was, I'm, I'm, I don't I, I don't want to say I have faith in Disney, but I think that, you know, they could do a lot with, you know, throwing that concept into a series and really lengthening out the the plot and the development of the stories and the characters. So that could be really cool. I'm excited to see that. Anything will be better than what's currently out. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be apparently five seasons based on each of the books in the series so that would be really cool to have that fleshed out yeah and even the logo they showed looks better than both the movies <laughs> yeah yeah literally 
Um, we're also getting a Mighty Ducks uh, reboot called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So if you're into that, cool. Turner and Hooch reboot. Big Shot starring John Stamos coming to Disney+. Plus. The Mysterious Benedict Society. Then we also got Ice Age, The Adventures of Buck Wild coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, Ice so, Age reboot? Yeah, I guess they're, they're, they, that's still, they're still mining. They are. The gold they from the are. Ice Age mine. There's like, there's so much that. You know, Disney's just pulling from the depths of everyone's brain right now, and they're bringing back to the surface. Yeah. And then we're getting Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, I'm really excited for, for this one, because this is going to be an animated series. Um, at first thought, it was going to be another live action, and Same. I didn't even like the live action. I only saw the first one, and I, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't talk about the whole thing, but, you know, I thought... That, you know, when the movie was coming out, it would be an animated thing. So I'm happy to see what this, what, that this exists. The, the concept art that has come out and, you know, the little snippet that we got looks super cool. It's like a 2D, 3D hybrid and, like, I'm ready. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> Yo, same. It looks just like the book. It does. Even if it's made for little kids, I'm watching it. Exactly. And then we're also getting a Night at the Museum animated movie, which mm-hmm. I think will be really cool. There's a lot of potential with that. So much. So much. That concludes Disney. So much going on there. Excited to hop into Pixar now. Pixar time. Okay, so what we know so far, we've got Soul. That's coming out on December 25th, 2020. So, you know, a nice little Christmas present from Disney. Holiday cheer. Real excited to watch that. Um, and releasing with that is a, uh, spark short called Burrow. Um, so you want to get that full theatrical experience, watch Burrow and then watch Soul. Have a good Christmas, Boxing Day. Sounds like a good time to me. That's going to be my Christmas afternoon, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) And then going into some content that we haven't heard much about yet Turning Red is the first Pixar film that we're getting um, on March 11th, 2022. And the description... Oh, no, wait. So this movie is going to be directed by the director of the short bow, Dami Shi. And the description that we've gotten so far is Meet May. She experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. What What is going on? It's a this, bizarre concept. It's a very bizarre concept, and it seems really vague right now. So th- it just has to get deeper and make more sense yeah. once we get more context. Yeah, it feels very DreamWorks-y to me right now. Yeah. Um, the the animation looks very, like, Wallace and Gromit flushed away. Yeah. Kind of. Which, again, is it's it's different for Pixar. Pixar animation is relatively very consistent. This looks very, yeah, it looks very stylized. Yeah. And I also want to mention, we did get our first look at Luca, which is Disney's next film after Soul. Yes. Um, And it kind of has this stylized look as well for yeah. what we've seen in animation. It does. So it's interesting. Both of these films look like completely different animation style. Yeah. So it'll be really cool to see. Disney's really trying out some new stuff. Yeah. This is the this one is the most surprising. I think this is Pixar's yep. biggest drop from the call. Lightyear coming June seventeenth, twenty twenty two. Say what? Say what? Lightyear, a whole film about 
the origin story of Mr. Buzz Lightyear, not the toy, the actual character. Yeah. Starring Chris Evans. Yeah, Captain America, guys. <laughs> Captain America is going to be Buzz Lightyear, the real Buzz. Like, that's actually kind of epic when you think about it. If they go like a full serious, like, since this is like an in universe movie, if they go like fully like sci fi, yeah. and even with that little logo they showed, like, I think it could actually be cool. It could be really cool. Like, it sounds like a really like, like, cash grabbing concept at the moment. Yeah. But they could pull but it, it off. But it could work. It really could work. I didn't ask for it, but I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that Chris Evans had to be, he had to tweet just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin <laughs> story of the human Buzz Lightyear the toy is based on. Poor Tim Allen is in the corner like, oh, okay. I know, too. I bet they didn't even tell him. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre that he's- Tim not- Allen's just the toy, but Chris Evans gets to be like the actual character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, they should get a commentary on reboots and have it, like, come out, like, in the present, you know? Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'll do that, but that'd be cool. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, so then we're getting Pixar Popcorn coming out January 2021. So next month, guys. Essentially, we're getting a bunch of, like, bite-sized shorts is what they described it as from Pixar characters that we know, that we've seen, that we love, um, so some, some highlight movies that we're going to be seeing from is Toy Story, The Incredibles, Cars, Finding Dory, Coco, and Soul. So that's going to be super cool. Yeah. Oh, they're just do all, oh, they're bringing it all back. Everything is just being brought back. And this is how I like them being brought back. Um, yeah. Like I'm cool with like a sequel when, it, you know, when it works, but for something like, Soul and I mean I haven't seen Soul so I can't talk but for something like Coco um and like Incredibles and Toy Story and I just like seeing these little shorts kind of yeah. come here. So Disney Plus will also premiere an up series called Doug Days in fall of 2021. So this series is directed by Bob Peterson who also brought us the amazing folk yes question. <laughs> I love it. That was great. Same. That was my. That's my favorite. Like little thing that Disney has produced from like existing properties. That's what I feel. The vibe is gonna be like for like the Zootopia and the yeah, Baymax show. Exactly. That's what I get to. That's why I'm so I'm I'm happy for that. I'm ready for that. I yeah. like that. It's not just a short. It's like a short series. So yeah. Like, you know, and dropping it once a week was perfect too. They haven't done that in so long. Yeah. Hopefully they get back up with it because they could really have Disney Plus is going to be such like a fully functioning machine. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. So basically the plot for this series is just Doug and Carl are living their suburban life. And Doug, who has lived in Paradise Falls this whole time, is getting adjusted to living in suburbia. So (laughs) they described it as him uh, getting acquainted with puppies, fireworks and squirrels. (laughs) <laughs> so that seems kind of fun. Oh, wow. That's going to be so cute. Mm-hmm. We're also getting a car sequel series in fall of 2021. And I can hear the groan through your headphones and or speakers, <laughs> listener. Um, and it's not unwarranted, but I do think that this is probably a better way for the Cars franchise to go than a fourth film. Because we did not even need the last two movies. It didn't. Does it need anything more? No. Um, but, like, I don't know. This seems like, I think, where Cars really thrives 
is in the first one with its Route 66 vibes. Yeah. Um, and this one is described as Lightning McQueen and Mater going on a cross-country road trip. So I don't know if this is going to be a like a long-form overarching story or if it's just going to be little fun stuff. But I'll check it out. We'll see. I haven't seen Cars 2 or Cars 3, so I probably won't check it out. But I've never seen Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Cars 3 and it was okay. I heard Cars 2 is really bad, but Cars 3 isn't that bad. Mm -hmm. And then we've also got another series coming out. It's called Win or Lose. And this one is going to be an animated series. Essentially, just the description that we get with it is that it follows a co-ed middle school softball team um, in the week leading up to their championship game. Each episode comes from the perspective of a different character viewing the same events and highlights um, and the little changes or the little challenges of life. So that's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. a, little, a little softball series. It'll be nice to see something original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Everything that we've said so far is things coming back. Yeah. But this will be cool. Win or lose. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited for that too. I kind of like the whole idea that it's going to be a different perspective each week. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, so. yeah, that'll be cool, and that'll be Pixar's first, I guess, like like see, like I guess, the, I guess this would be a long form series, eh? Yeah, this is going to be a long form. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be Pixar's first long form series for Disney Plus. Yeah. So I say yeah. that about wraps up Pixar. Let's jump into a galaxy far, far away. Oh, let's talk about Star Wars. Star people. Wars. Okay. So, Star Wars has been struggling a little bit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, Mandalorian is, like, single-handedly holding up. Carrying that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially, like, just... Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. We'll have a Star Wars episode eventually. <laughs> so, Star Wars announced that its next theatrical film will be called Rogue Squadron, which is coming out in 2023 and is directed by Patty Jenkins, who also brought us Wonder Woman and the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984. So this is kind of big because, like, she was with Warner Brothers and now she's moving over to Disney. Yeah. So, like, that's... I mean, that's really cool. Like, I guess you can do different studios and stuff. But um, I'm excited to see whatever this is. I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. As we'll have to wait and see. It doesn't come out to twenty twenty three. It's another anthology film too, so they're gonna they're gonna try that again. They're yeah. coming back. Just like <laughs> Premiere Access. <laughs> literally, literally. And then they also confirm the upcoming Taika Waititi film, which I'm excited for because I just love everything that he does. And again, like that's it for theatrical releases. Like that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Disney Plus though got a whole lot of stuff coming out. I didn't realize they were really they are gonna ramp up Star Wars with the content they have for Disney Plus. I think what they're doing is they're building because what you, what I've been noticing this is kind of just a thought halfway through, but what I've been noticing is that each of these sections are kind of building these, like, cinematic universes almost. Yeah. You know? Like, Pixar with the Pixar theory, and then Disney with, like, all these shows, too. Yeah. So, and, and Star Wars seems to be doing the same thing, because these characters are all crossing paths. and Exactly. Super cool. Yeah. I wonder if Nat Geo's doing... <laughs> Can you imagine? Doing the same thing. You see the same bug in whales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Super Carlin Brothers are like the Nat Geo universe Nat Geo is connected. <laughs> and then yeah, so some titles that we've got for Disney Plus, we've got The Bad Batch, which is coming out in 2021. 
And an Andor. So Andor is going to be a um, prequel series about Cassian Andor. So he is in Rogue One. Um, he was played by... Who is he played by? Oh my god, what's his name? So Cassian Andor um, was played by Diego Luna in Rogue One. And he's coming back for the series. And it's going to be a prequel series, obviously. Because, you know... Um, <laughs> So that'll be interesting. I didn't really ask for it. I don't need more K2SO, but, you know, I'll yeah. check it out. Rogue One's kind of grown on me a little bit, so. Yeah. I'm going to be so real. I don't Star Wars. Um, not that I don't want to. I just haven't had the, the, the chance to really Star Wars it up. But I will. I want to. So yeah, a lot of these upcoming films might be really exciting for some of you. It just isn't sitting with me because I just don't know the stories. So, yeah. oh, well, I probably pissed off people when they <laughs> talked about Star Wars at the beginning. Yikes! Um, Obi Wan Kenobi, he's getting a series with Ewan McGregor starring as Obi Wan Kenobi once again, and Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. So that's going to be exciting. I wonder if we're actually going to see him or if he's just going to be, like, in the suit. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty down for that. That's probably the one I'm most excited for. Um, then we're also getting The Acolyte, which is an action thriller with martial arts elements, and it will take place during the High Republic era. This is one thing that I'm not too interested in because I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. So, again, don't hate me. Like, this might be a big deal. <laughs> Um, an Ahsoka show starring Rosario Dawson is coming. So she first appeared in Mandalorian a couple weeks ago. And she's getting her own spinoff, which is exciting. Yeah. Because this whole season I've been watching it. And not that it has been, like, particularly bad. Like, there's it's been good and there's been some standout episodes. But as soon as she came in, I was like, yo. Like, I feel like I'm in a movie now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. And she this is her first appearance in live action. She's always been in the animation. So maybe this is what will get me into animation. Maybe. 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 Um, we're also getting a Lando show, which will be, of course, a spinoff of Lando. Um, and the story will be by Justin Simon. Don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Um, so that'll be interesting. I don't really care for Lando, but <laughs> I mean, if they make it, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we're also getting Rangers of the New Republic, so that's going to be a new original series on Disney Plus as well. It will be developed by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni, um, and it will exist alongside Mandalorian and Ahsoka through interconnected stories and will culminate in a climactic story event. So I find that really interesting um, because Ahsoka is more of a spinoff of Mandalorian, yeah. and I guess this one will be too. I think this is going to star Cara Dune. That's my assumption. Could be wrong. Um, but yeah, this is kind of more of that interweaving. Yeah, like bringing the universe and building it all up. Yeah, yeah. and apparently they're going to bring it to theatrical as well, like Marvel's trying to do. Yeah. So. That's cool. That'll be really, really cool. That'll be really cool. Um, we're also getting a droid story. So this is made by Lucasfilm and their uh, Industrial Light Magic Animation Studio. Um, and it will be an epic journey that will introduce us to a new hero guided by legendary duo R2-D2 and C-3PO. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I, I know who those. That. I know who they are, guys. I, I'm, I'm down for that. That's I feel adorable. like you're someone like 
you're not like like into Star Wars, but like if you went to like Star Wars Land and stuff like that at Disney, like you'd have a good time. Yeah. 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 Like I have no beef with Star Wars. I just haven't like. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get into it until like grade eleven. So. Yeah, I feel like you just have to like get into it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're also getting Star Wars Visions, which will be another animated series. Um, so it's going to feature 10 animated short films through the vision of several Japanese anime studios. And it will offer a fresh and culturally diverse perspective on Star Wars. That's really cool. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Anything with like a new art style, something for my eyes something to Something new at. to yeah. ingest and look at. Yeah. And then in other Lucasfilm news, we're getting a Willow remake in 2022 i've never seen willow i legit (laughs) never heard of it until the investors call so (laughs) yeah 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 and then we're also getting uh the final indiana jones film which Mm -hmm. is exciting yeah honestly and it's funny i've never you know really gone into indiana jones like that either i remember seeing a couple when i was younger but i i couldn't tell you the plot to save my life same. Yeah. So I think that'll be really cool. I'm. I definitely think an Indiana Jones marathon could be warranted in preparation for this guy coming out. So I'm down. Yeah. Indiana Jones episode. Yeah. Could be coming to you. Oh. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps up Star Wars. Let's go into Marvel. We have so much like exciting stuff for Marvel too. So I'm happy to like kind of go into the last bit with Marvel here. Um, for theatrical releases, so there are a lot more theatrical releases with Marvel, of course, because I just feel like Disney's like got all their pockets with Marvel, with Marvel right now. I feel like they're pulling in so much money from them and they want to push theatrical as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, as we can see with how much they were holding on to Black Widow to eventually just put her on Disney+. Plus. Actually, they haven't even said that yet. They haven't? No, when we get into it, I want to talk about it because I think, yeah... We'll bring okay, it up when we get okay, there, we'll yeah. get to it. Okay, um, so to begin, Black Panther 2 is slated to come out July 8th, 2022, and they will not be recasting T'Challa. I know that was the big question that a lot of people had about what would be going on for Black Panther 2, and thank goodness Disney has the respect to not recast such an iconic role and you know an iconic symbol because you can't absolutely nobody can follow up what Chadwick Boseman did for the role and just for everyone so I'm really interested to see what they do with Black Panther 2 I really hope they focus on Shuri I think Shuri has so much potential to just be the main character and take over everything she's super sick she's like a little Iron Man herself so Mm -hmm. I think that could be really cool for Black Panther 2. Yeah, and what I've heard is that they did develop, like, uh, like rendered, like, you know, when they recreate an actor in CGI? Mm-hmm. They did that for Chadwick Boseman, um, but it's not going to be, like, a, it, I think they're, they're going to do it so they can give the character a proper send-off. Yeah. Um, and I think they'll be from, like, faraway scenes, you know? Wow. Um, but, which I think is good. Oh, that's going to be so sad. Yeah, I'd be, but I think, I think it's what he deserves. I think he, 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 they, I really want them to do right by him. For sure. And to honor him, because I feel like it would be wrong to just start the movie and he's just no longer a part of the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then moving into Captain Marvel 2, that's to come out November 11th, 2022. 
So Brie Larson is returning, of course. Who else will be Captain Marvel? Um, we also have Iman Vellani as Miss Marvel. I think we talked about Miss Marvel in another episode um, about how she got casted. So it's really cool to see this confirmation that that world is going to transcend into the Captain Marvel world, which is super, super cool. And then we have uh, Tayona Paris as Monica Rambeau. So three awesome characters coming back. Really excited. I love that they're giving these powerful powerful characters to women or not giving them to women but highlighting that women are these powerful characters Mm -hmm. you know the avengers era was fantastic but it was very obviously very male driven so I, i like to see that you know things are changing and you know that that's very much culturally diversifying and it's awesome Mm-hmm. Really love to see it. Really do. And it shows how interconnected everything is. Because even Monica Rambeau, she'll be on WandaVision. So we'll meet her soon, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Um, and I know in the comics, she possesses powers at one point. So it'd be cool to see if like they're all different like incarnations of like Captain Marvel from the comics. Mm. It made me much more excited for the sequel. And that confirms that's taking place like after Endgame. Yeah. Then we got Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania coming in 2022. Yeah. So we knew there would be a third film, but we didn't know the title. So now we do. Big news to come from this. So the original cast members are all returning. And then we're also going to have Cassie Lang, which is uh, Scott Lang's daughter, recast. Um, She's going to be played by Catherine Newton now, which, you know, sucks for the old actress. But like, great for Catherine Newton. Like, good job. (laughs) I like her. I think she's cool. So that'll be really cool to see. That'll be kind of weird to watch, actually. It's it's just interesting. Why yeah. They... Like, we'll see. Like, why? You know, I wonder why. I think they're going to build up the Young Avengers because I think Cassie Stang... Oh, my God. Cassie <laughs> Lang is becomes, a, like, a, like, one of the Young Avengers in the comics. Okay. So I think that's what they're building up because then we have Haley Steinfeld and then we have yeah. Ms. Marvel and all this stuff. Wait, who's Haley again? She, she's who's she she's gonna be? She's gonna be shoot. What's her name? Kate Bishop, which is like a Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, and then we have Jonathan Majors coming as Kang the Conqueror, which I've heard of him, but I don't know who he is. I'm mm. sorry, Marvel fans. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Is that is that a villain? Yes. Yeah, the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> of course. We got another 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 one with a name similar coming up. Yeah, so we've got Thor, Love and Thunder coming out February 18th, 2022. Uh, Christian Bale is going to be cast as Gore the God Butcher. Sounds sounds, like a nice guy. Sounds like a real nice guy. Nice guy to go out and get coffee with, you know? (laughs) Um, I'm really excited for that. I love the direction that Thor has taken. It's just this, you know, whole guardians humor that it's taking it's it's so perfect for it and you know kind of random for it but it worked you know take away to saved the thor franchise it did it really they really said we gotta switch it up or else thor's going down the hatches (laughs) (laughs) so that'll be a good movie i'm excited for that one me too um and then also fantastic four is coming out um, I feel like I've heard myself say to someone, Fantastic Four is coming out at least five times in my entire lifetime. Like, this movie has 
has a million remakes. Yeah. And I really need Disney or Marvel to just drop the definitive Fantastic Four now. Yeah. Like, make that film. Make a good one. Make it solid. Because the last one that was put out was not it. So, you know, let's get these characters back in here. All these characters have really cool powers, too. So I just, I'm so down to see them be a part of the MCU. Yeah, I'm excited to see every time, like, you know, with Spider-Man, it was the same thing. And people were like, oh, there's already so many Spider-Man films. But I'm always like, even if it's been done before, I know Marvel's going to do something. They just do in such a, yeah, like a unique way. So I'm excited to see how they bring Fantastic Four in. And with all these, like, you know, with with all this, you know, with, like, the Spider-Man, kind of what the rumor is that, like, the multiverse rips open and then Andrew yeah. Garfield. I wonder if they're going to, like, do, like, a new Fantastic Four or if they're going to bring back the old Fantastic Four. But then I'm like, they can't really bring back the old Fantastic Four because... Michael B. Jordan, first of all. Well, well no, I, I meant, like, the old, old one. But it's the same problem because Chris oh, Evans yeah. is the old, old one. Oh, right. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do that. There's no point, because they're all, both movies are throwaways. There's no point in, like... I don't want this, like, multiverse ripping open, like, to continue for too long, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want it just (laughs) Just be, like... Just, like, a side plot, you know? Now we're gonna do (laughs) Spider-Man in, like, this weird dimension, where the clouds are pink, and, like... Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so then we can go into Disney Plus for the lot for the next couple of uh, releases. Um, WandaVision's coming out January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I'm so excited! So excited! We've got the trailer. We've got everything. We know the characters, like the vibe, the aesthetic looks so dope. I'm so excited to see it. Um, and that'll be the first Marvel series on Disney Plus too. Yeah. So it'll be super cool to see how they do that. And this is gonna be the first Marvel release since. Far From Home, which was 2019 summer. July 2019. Marvel gave us nothing this year. Mm -hmm. Nothing! They could have put something on Disney+. Plus, But they're they're definitely coming through for content soon, though. So that's that's pretty good. We got a new look at the show. You saw the new trailer, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, looks good. We also got a trailer for What If, which comes in 2021, which I think looks really, really cool as well. Yeah. So the concept of what if is essentially different uh, scenarios that happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And just like if another outcome happened, what, you know, what would the effects be? And that's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's such a cool concept to play with and just a perfect universe to to try to 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 do that with. And I think this has a perfect place in the MCU timeline because this is going to come after WandaVision. So this is going to be when the multiverse rips open. Yeah. And this is going to be a great introduction to like what we can expect. And it's kind of going to try to show you like anything's possible. Exactly. Plus we're going to get cool stories. And like all the vo- like the voices are like all the actors. So like Brie Larson's voicing Captain Marvel. Haley Atwell is voicing Peggy Carter. Nice. Even Chadwick Boseman got to voice for T'Challa, like, before he passed away. Oh, wow. So that's going to be really cool Love to see. It. Oh, yeah. that's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. And then we've got uh, Loki. Oh, so yeah, we have first look. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've got Loki. We've known that Loki's been, was, is something that was anticipated to come out for a while now. And it's set to come out May 2021 um there's a trailer i haven't seen the trailer yet but i saw the first look at the design and animation what it's supposed to look like 
Um, Did you see the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. How does it look? It looks cool. It's uh, it looks like a much darker vibe. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Joker, so don't come for me as well. But <laughs> I kind of got like Joker vibes, not to the okay. same extent. But yeah. If those are the vibes, though, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. That'll be cool. And then Miss Marvel, we talked about her a little bit with Captain Marvel, so that's really exciting. We got our first look. Got our first look, yeah. Again, building up the Young Avengers, so that's super cool. And then finally, some new news. Mm Mm-hmm. They're making a Secret Invasion show, which I've heard rumored for a while. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is going to return as Nick Fury for it, and Talos will be in there, played by Ben Mendelsohn. So it's going to be them dealing with the Skrull invasion on Earth. So what the trajectory of the MCU seems to be right now is that we just finished the Infinity Saga. We're going into the whole multiverse storyline. And then after that, or even at the same time as that, it's going to converge and we're going to get this like secret invasion storyline, which okay. will be really fun. And that's going to be like Captain Marvel. Yeah, they'll be really cool. It's but like, how do you think that'll be? It'll be spaced in terms of like, like time because the Infinity Saga was long as hell. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that long anymore though. I yeah. think it's gonna be shorter. Like I think it's like you know when seasons do like they have full season arcs. Yeah. But then some seasons do like half arcs. Yeah. It's gonna be kind of. It'll like be that. like that. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of hard to replicate that length, and but they have the build up now, right? Like they yeah. don't have to be. Doing such lengthy sagas. Um, but yeah, Secret Invasion will be really cool. Essentially, the vibe that we were like getting from it is that it'll be like the next big um, event in terms of everyone coming together again. Yeah. So that'll be really cool to look forward to. Secret Invasion. Which is interesting because they they kind of went out of their way to make the scrolls good in Captain Marvel when in the comics they're not good. Mm-hmm. So, but now they're kind of going to retract that and be like, oh, well, there are some, like, <laughs> evil people, like, evil scrolls. Yeah, literally. So. Um, yeah, so then we've also got Ironheart. Um, essentially, this is going to star Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, and she is a young black girl from inner city Chicago who reverse engineers Tony Stark's armor to become the protector of her neighborhood. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. I wonder, I really wonder how that plot line is going to, um, to play out. How, how does, how do you re reverse engineer Tony Stark's armor wear? And then that is going to lead into armor wars, which essentially is what happens when Tony Stark's, um, uh, technology gets into the wrong hands. So again, cool, like continuing to build up this universe, like have these different, have one series lead into another series. Like, I love it. They're kind of, yeah, I guess with like, I kind of forgot about Armor Wars, but I guess with like Armor Wars, Secret Invasion, and then like the multiverse, they're Mm kind of splitting it. Yeah. But that's exciting. There's like a lot going on. There is. And a lot of it is happening like relatively soon like yeah. 2021 2022 a lot of disney stuff and pixar is a lot of like 2023s but we're getting marvel next year yeah marvel is coming back yeah and i guess iron heart is probably going to be another for the young avengers yeah so yeah for that definitely 
We're also getting a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in 2022. This is something that I didn't know I could ask for. You yeah, know? this is perfect. <laughs> like, there's no, like, this is just one of those things that just makes sense. Yeah. And it wouldn't make sense anywhere else. This is just the combination, and it is the combination. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm so stoked for it. Yeah. This is going to be written and directed by James Gunn. And it's also going to be shot at the same time that they shoot volume three. Mm, I'm so excited for that. I'm ready. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I just need more Guardians content. Yeah. Oh, I miss them. It's been so long. 2017. It's been so long since like... Well, since they were so long. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Endgame feels so long ago. So long ago. Um, and then finally, going on with that, we're getting an I Am Groot series following Baby Groot gonna be cute so cute it's gonna be a bunch of shorts they're gonna feature a bunch of weird characters in each short so i guess different aliens and stuff like that that's gonna be so good and i don't know if this is gonna be animated or if it's gonna be live action i know it sounds like it could be animated animated. yeah it might be animated if it's just gonna be like him and like meeting other creatures and stuff it might be at least like mostly like i wonder if any live action will be in it like i wonder if like there'll be any people yeah i don't think so because I'm getting, like, mini-series of this, like, like shorts. So Like, like Forky asked a question. Yeah, so there's no need to even interact with humans. Can you imagine? It's like, I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if... Wait, is he going to be baby, or is he going to be, like, a uh, adult, or is he going to be teenager? Baby. Okay. I think. I think that's what, what um, Jennifer said. That's his cutest form. The best. Yeah. I actually, I love, I love Teenager Groot, too. I am Groot. Hey! (laughs) I love that. Yeah, so that about wraps up everything that we got from the investors meeting. What are your favorite announcements? Oh, my favorite announcements. If you can pick one from each division. Okay, so if we start off with Disney, I would say my favorite announcement... Probably Encanto. Okay. I'm really excited for Encanto. I'm really excited to see what they do with that. And I I love, like, they're, I love a lot of what there is to look forward to. Like, my next up would be Tiana, but I'm excited to see another brand new musical. Yeah. You know, brand new story, brand new characters, brand new um, landscape, color palette. Like, I'm ready. But Tiana's very close. Mm-hmm. So close to it. What about you? I gravitate to whatever's closest because I don't want to be like <laughs> waiting for something that's coming in like three years. Yeah. So Raya, of course, like I am so excited for and I just love anytime I get to see more like from that film and hear more information. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going based off of like the series, I think the Moana sequel series because I've just been wanting to see a continuation of Moana for so long. Yeah. And I'm so excited to finally see that. I mean, like, who knows? Maybe if, like, the production goes really well, they'll move it up because I think that's what happened with the original film, mm-hmm. too. Um, but, yeah, I'm just excited. And I, I think Tiana is, like, really close there. They kind of switch with me depending on it because Tiana is going to be, like, 2D. Yeah. And I love that music's coming back for both of them. Um, I just, oh, I just want them to be good. I just want them to be like like, like movies quality. like yeah yeah 
I really hope so. Pixar. For Pixar, I didn't think I would say this, but Lightyear. Really? Okay. I don't know why. Like, I'm really excited to see what they do with Lightyear. I don't, I've, and I, I'm not sure what it is about it, but I just feel like just the confidence about it. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we're going to make a, a Buzz Lightyear origin story and you guys are going to like it. You know, this is the fifth Toy Story type movie that we've put out and you're going to like it. Yeah. So it's just, it's got to be good. Other than that, I would say I'm interested to see what Luca is going to look like. I think the concept of, um, we didn't go too much into it in this episode, but essentially the concept of sea monsters and the Italian Riviera, I think it's going to be a really beautiful story. So, and it's a brand new animation style for Pixar. So that'll be really cool to see too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think Lightyear for me. Yeah. For Star Wars, um, I, I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> to... Yeah, I was going to say, should we skip Star Wars? I mean, do you have anything that you are looking forward to? I mean, like, I'm really excited to see what uh, Taika does with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they're letting him do his own vibe with it. Yeah. That'll be really interesting to see because that's so different from anything Star Wars has done. Um, but I think in terms of, like, upcoming... I'm really excited for Ahsoka, and I think a droid story would be kind of cute. Yeah. But nothing for Star Wars, unfortunately, is really, like... Pop. Wow. Yeah, it's going to take a while before I get back to that point where I'm like, oh my god, I need to watch this now. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then finally, for Marvel, this one's hard, because Marvel actually has a lot of, like hard-hitting content coming out, whether it's theatrically or for Disney+. Plus. Um, but I, I guess I'm, I'm going to go with Black Panther 2. Okay. I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do with the film for that, just because I think they can do so much. And they've also got... They're working with Beyonce with it. Like Again, she's going to sprinkle her magic on it. I think it's going to be an absolutely beautiful story. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I just... I feel like it's going to be a great storyline. And... I'm ready for more Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my final answer. What about you? Um, honestly, I think WandaVision, just because it's been so mm-hmm. long since I've had anything. Yeah. Um, and I've always wanted to see more of Wanda, and I feel like they've never really developed her enough yet. Yeah. So I'm excited to finally see her get her own show, and especially with the whole sitcom vibe. Like, I love American sitcoms. And I'm excited to see this pay homage to that while also still being like a serious. I'm just so curious to see how it unravels because it's just it's like this comedy series. But then there's something sinister underneath it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a really too. cool concept. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out soon, too. So that's awesome. Well, I've been on cloud. Not even cloud nine. I've been on cloud ten. <laughs> Ever since hearing all these announcements. Yeah, it really did. They really did make up for, you know, their lack of content for this year. Um, all these announcements, no one was expecting this many announcements. We probably said like 50 different titles. Yeah. At least. We were debating before doing this. I was like, is this going to be enough for an episode? We'll see. Um, and then all <sighs> the information drops and I'm like, holy crap this could be multiple episodes yeah. if we dive if we dove this is, in you know like a special edition episode yeah <laughs> there's just so much there is and and i like to see you know i guess like the the main takeaway here is that like disney plus is 
the gateway. It is the portal. It is the key to success. They're putting so much money into Disney+. Plus. They are. So that means that they're going to continue to do this and continue to follow this model. Um, even assuming things get better um, for COVID and, you know, theaters start to reopen. Like, I think they're going to continue this Disney Plus model for a long time. Yeah. And, like, imagine a world where we can go back to movie theaters and, like, we have, oh, like, we have this new movie on Disney Plus this Friday. And then we also have, like, this, like, new movie, like, the following Friday, like, in live, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for our take on Investor's Day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we did talking about it. Please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Apple. Spotify. Spotify. Like us on Facebook. Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. And if you'd like to share your thoughts on today's episode and topic, please shoot us an email at spillindustypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to rate us, leave us a review. It really helps us out and share with all of your fellow friends and Disney fanatics. You can reach us individually, myself at Sakura MJ. You can reach me at Braden Rosman on Instagram. So thank you for tuning in. And until next time, play, play South Zach. Zach.